Welcome, this is John Suter with CFC with your weekly economic update. Today's topic of discussion is globalization. With Russia's invasion of the Ukraine and the financial sanctions being imposed on Moscow, the question everyone is asking is the triumphant globalization campaign that began more than 30 years ago coming to an end? The short answer is no, but it appears to be an end of an era and the beginning of another, which is a less complete form of globalization than the U.S. had ambitions for in the immediate post-Cold War era. For example, there's a chance, which increases with every human rights outrage that Putin commits, that Russia is shut out of the global economy for a long time. You are removing this big chunk of global economy and going back to a situation that the world had when the Cold War and the Soviet bloc was pretty much closed off. Of course, that doesn't mean the rest of the world can't be tightly integrated in terms of trade and finance. Currently, with the United States, Europe, Canada, Britain, and Japan uniting to punish Russia with unprecedented sanctions, the war has triggered a major geopolitical realignment akin to the aftershocks from the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Virtually overnight, most Russian banks were blocked from moving money across borders. Moscow's stock market has been closed for a week. Russian customers are cut off from much of the world's more advanced technologies. Even Jerome Powell, chairman of the FOMC, stated that this event seems to be a game changer and will be with us for a very long time. It's not that globalization is over, but it will be different. What the world is going to see is a process of delinking or disengagement. The United States since 2018 has been limiting the flow of high-tech goods to China and raising tariffs on Chinese imports. Chinese authorities, watching the United States as an allies deliberately shove Russia into a deep recession, are expected to intensify their efforts to become more self-sufficient in production of goods such as semiconductors. The same could be said for the United States, which it too is moving in the direction with President Biden's Made in America, an initiative designed to spur domestic production. That's what globalization is all about. It's about countries specializing in the products that they make. For example, the United States' top exports are food, beverage feed, crude oil and other petroleum products, aircraft and aircraft engines, auto parts, and industrial machines. The problem with China, though, is that the economy is 10 times bigger than Russia and the Ukraine's and far more intertwined with the outside world, making it unlikely that Beijing or its trading partners will seek a complete divorce. Thanks for listening. Be sure to download the Economic and Market Dashboard. We'll talk to you next week.